I love. I hope you are having the best day. Before we dig into today's episode, I want to sincerely thank you. I want to thank all of you who have left me a written review over on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate your time and your comments and your thoughts and your feedback. It really does help to feel my motivation to carve out time to create these episodes that I really hope bless you. And I want to share just a few of them with you before we get started. M. Valenzuela 143, the literal lifesaver. Currently going through one of the hardest moments in my life, this podcast has helped me shift my perspectives and literally breathe. Listen and subscribe to this podcast. Stephanie Gass says, love this podcast. Love Cynthia and her honest content about being a God-led working mom. Awesome podcast. Cassa Lee, honest and practical. I love how vulnerable Cynthia is as she shares her journey and what she's learned in super practical ways that still directs us to Jesus, not a self-help fix. I love what she said about we are his beloved, not do loved. We are called to rest and be with Jesus, not just continually do, do, do as us mamas often do. Thank you so much again for those of you who leave the written reviews. They're super meaningful and they're actually really helpful in helping to share the podcast with, with other working moms. So back to today's episode, part two of don't let your marriage take the back seat to your kids. Three steps to a rooted working marriage. It's a continuation of the non-sugar-coated <laughs> chat between me and my friend Beatrice Vargas, who is the founder of the Grace Field Wife and who is also a Christian wife coach helping transform marriages. So if you haven't yet listened to episode six, I recommend that you stop really quickly, go back, listen to that one first, and then come back to this one. So that way you'll be right on track with us. We talk about how not to let your marriage take the backseat to your kids. And she gives us three super practical steps to having a rooted marriage. And in today's episode, we talk about how your smartphone, yes, that little device can actually be hurting your marriage. And did you know that because it's crazy, it's so common in our culture today that there's actually a name for it. Well, I looked it up and according to the Webster Online Dictionary, this phenomenon is actually called fubbing. It's the combination between phone and snubbing. <laughs> and it's defined as, quote, the act of snubbing someone in a social setting by looking at your phone instead of paying attention. Essentially, instead of being engaged in a conversation or being present in the room, you're focused on your phone. It's when you're more focused on your smartphone than your husband. Confession, I am so guilty of this. Ready for more real girl talk that will bless your marriage? Let's dig in. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention 
while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life, then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the King. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, you'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. I'm going to just talk about cell phones and social media. And I know that I'll be honest, that is a distraction in our marriage. It could really be detrimental to a marriage. And so I don't know if you have any kind of words of wisdom around that when it comes to how do we not let this little hand of ice destroy our marriage? We have a couple of rules around it. So device-free dinners at all time for everyone. So phones are way, you know, unless we've, for whatever reason, have okay pulling out the phone. You know, maybe the in the restaurant, the waiter's taking too long to bring the food, so we'll let the kids play on a device or something like that. But, it's, but essentially, like, it's device-free dinner. The other thing is, when I'm, like, sitting in bed, right, it's so easy to, like, grab the phone from the nightstand and start scrolling. But he's sitting right here. Like, my, you know, my husband's sitting right next to me. So what am I doing with this phone in my hand? So what I try to do is not, and again, I'm not perfect at it, but what I try to do is um, use it when I'm not with him, when it's not our time. Like I, I separate time in my day for that, whether it be, you know, during my morning work block or, you know, whenever, um, if I'm waiting on a line at Starbucks or something like that, but really try to honor the fact that he's here because it's not just social media. It's, oh, wait, I just got a text from a client. You know, I just got an email. Uh, I, I certainly won't, you know, be scrolling on Instagram if like we're in the middle of a conversation, but I'm very guilty oftentimes of seeing something come through or looking at my, you know, Apple watch and be like, Oh snap. Like I've been waiting for this text from this client for such and such. And I, you know, I'm working on this deal or whatever. And that, that like, it destroys intimacy in a marriage. It destroys intimacy in the family. And so it's just about taking the time. And last night I got a call from some clients we, I was saying before uh, we started recording, I'm a real estate agent in New York City. And so I wouldn't necessarily get a coaching call, right? Or co- call from a coaching client at 7.30 on a Sunday night. But in real estate, that happens often. And so I get a call from a client, we're working on a deal. And I was like, hey guys, I'd love to chat. I'm about to have dinner. Send me the information you need and I will call you back later but otherwise I need to spend this time with my family. And they were totally fine with it. They were like, oh my goodness, of course. You know, it just so happened that they were in a different time zone and whatever, otherwise they would never have called me that time. 
And I, when I put the phone down, my husband was like, thank you for that, babe. Thank you. And we went and we had our dinner and then I had the, you know, my husband and I had to go over some things we had to talk about. And then at nine o'clock, again, who wants to do this? I don't want to be working at nine o'clock at night, but it was that important. At nine o'clock, I sat down and I called my clients back and I was like, hey, sorry, had to handle that. What's up? And they were like, oh, thank you for being flexible. Okay. We had maybe five, 10 minute conversation and that was done. But had I not prioritized my family and my husband at that moment and said, oh, it's only going to be a five or 10 minute conversation. He would have been annoyed. We would have had like an, an, an angry dinner. There was no need for it. They could wait. And so I think it's just prioritizing when, you know, understanding that, yes, these phones are a part of our life. Social media is a part of our life. But if we can relegate it to its proper time, then we can use it for good. You know, like what the enemy might be trying to use to destroy, God can use for good. So let's, you know, use it for good and be done with it. And really, I hear you say you're setting boundaries around it. So that way we don't get distracted from the enemy. The enemy is so good at distracting us from our purpose and our calling and loving other people. So whatever he can do to distract us from that, he uses that. And so by setting priorities and boundaries around what is this going to look like? What, when am I going to be on this phone? How is it going to look when my husband and I are together and already just planning ahead so that way you know what your actions will be when that situation occurs and it's not you're caught you're not just caught in in the moment and you're like oh I didn't think this too and then you end up in resentment with your husband because he thinks or or vice versa you think that he's paying attention to his phone over you or you're doing that to him and it's not fruitful it really does destroy and I want to bring this up like you said it destroys the intimacy of your marriage and intimacy is part of the root system of your marriage, yeah. right? right? So like Jesus wants us to have an intimate, deep relationship with him. And an example of that is the deep, intimate relationship that we have with our spouses. And right. so if the enemy can disrupt that and, and kind of pull those roots out, he does that. And then that mm-hmm. ultimately destroys your marriage. Wow. I was thinking, as you said that, I thought, just think about what would happen if you're sitting there in your devotional time and you let like a notification from Instagram or Facebook or whatever disrupt your devotional time. And you just broken that time that you set to set aside with God. And all of a sudden now you find yourself scrolling and then you feel like, oh, well, you know, nobody's here. I'm not hurting anybody in my family, but you literally just disrupted your devotional time. It's like doing the same thing, you know, that like we do that to our own spouses. If we don't say no, like in this time, you know, during this time, this is my focus right now, you know? And, and like you said, just putting, putting boundaries around that and knowing that boundaries can change and shift over time. But if we don't put any boundaries, then it's just a free for all. Wow. This has been so good for me personally. Like I have been so blessed with this. I am just pulling so many good nuggets. I'm actually taking notes as we're talking because (laughs) my marriage is not perfect by any means either. I do need to set better boundaries when it comes to my phone and, and other areas. And so I hope for our friends listening that 
they have also been blessed with us and that Jesus is speaking directly to their hearts, just kind of piercing through all the distraction and the pain and the frustration and all the things that the enemy tries to really help us focus on when we should be focusing on Jesus and and what is Jesus calling us to do as working moms. Thank you for that. I appreciate your time, Beatrice. How can folks connect with you? How do they get a hold of you? They love to hear your podcast. You know, how how can they connect with you? Sure. I'm pretty easy to find online. So it's the Grace Fueled Wife pretty much everywhere on Facebook, on Instagram. That's the name of the podcast. You can, uh, even the website is thegracefieldswife.com. It will direct you. My website is actually beatricevargas.com. But if you go to Grace Fueled's Wife, you'll find it too. And you can connect with me in any one of those ways. Or if you want to email me, it's Beatrice at the Grace Fueled's Wife. And I know you have some freebies on your website. Yes. So on the website, there is a freebie where um, I go over five steps to being a Grace Fields wife. And we talk about, first we talk about, is your marriage worth saving? We talk about what does scripture say about your marriage? Um, I forget all the things, but essentially you can go take a look. There's a preview of it. You can download that. That is free. Also, um, obviously the podcast episodes are free and there's, tons of hours of uh, teaching and episodes on there, which is also free. And then on the, on the website, you can find out information about any of my coaching courses or anything like that, but that's not free. So the, the, uh, the other stuff that's free, everything's pretty easy to find basically. Well, thanks again. Thank you for your time. I appreciate all the the goodness that you're able to share with us and really just helping us grow in our, our marriage and in our true calling as a working mom. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way. I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.